Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. This is a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life. This is where we explore the intersections of the psychology, emotions, and of course, the math of money, because these are the elements that will impact how you experience money as well as your results. And speaking of experiences and results, how do you typically react when you make a mistake or when things don't go as you planned? While you chew on that, let me share with you a few mini stories. I use a project management tool called ClickUp. I use it to run many aspects of the back office tasks and elements of my business. I love it. I feel like I finally found the tool that works for me. And a few weeks ago, I couldn't get something to work. Even after meticulously following the steps in the user guide, And eventually, I gave up on trying to figure this out on my own, and I opened up a ticket, and lo and behold, I was doing everything correctly. There was a bug. Here's another story. Recently, I hosted my quarterly pricing masterclass, and this is where I work in a group setting with entrepreneurs and small business owners on their pricing strategy. And I particularly approach pricing focusing on three sides, the financial, the emotional, and the personal. And the way that I do that is by helping the attendees, my guests, explore their relationship with money, with themselves, with their business, and then with the people that they serve. Because to me, it is that concatenation that really influences how you feel about the price that you charge, and when you're the customer, how you feel about the price that you are paying. So that just gives you a sense of the scope of what we were talking about in this class. I was doing it over Zoom, because everything's on Zoom now, right? And I signed on to Zoom about 10 minutes before our start time. But within five minutes of my guests joining, Zoom just booted me out of my own meeting. (laughs) And I really wish I could blame it on Zoom being Zoom because as much as we love it, we do know that Zoom has had some issues. But it wasn't Zoom's fault as I would come to learn. Eventually we got everything going, but oh my goodness, what a, you know, it, it was just It was just really unnerving. (laughs) When you're hosting something, that's the last thing that you want to have happen. And while I didn't let the tech hiccups on the front end stop me from delivering on my promise to give my absolute all and to leave everything, as I like to say, on the floor, afterward, I felt really bad that the tech aspect of the experience wasn't as smooth and seamless as I had desired for my guests. So thus began the familiar rabbit hole of questioning, what could I have done differently? Now, this isn't necessarily a bad question because self-reflection is a good thing. But in this instant, it turns out that there wasn't anything that I could have done. Apparently, the torrential rainstorm that we recently had had damaged a cable in my neighborhood and therefore damaged my phone line. 
and this affected the quality and the consistency of my internet connection. In both instances, both with the project management tool and with the pricing masterclass, something went sideways. In both instances, I did not stop beating up on myself until I discovered there was nothing I could have done in advance or differently to affect the outcome. You see, technology is my Achilles heel. And I think I may have shared this before in a previous episode. So the way that I react to technology when things go awry is the way that others might react to money when things go awry. It is the thing, for me, it's technology. It is the thing that will zap my energy, that will zap my confidence, and will zap my self-reliance when something isn't working right. And by right, I mean not as it should or not as it has in the past. And it will take my frustration level from zero to 100 in a blink of an eye, along with my self-criticism. So my question to you is, in what area or areas of your life does your Achilles heel rear its head? Because we all have one. Moreover, do you beat yourself up when it's triggered? And if so, for how long? So this brings me back to my question at the top. How do you typically react when you make a mistake or when things don't go as you planned? I'm asking that question because exploring this is the focus of today's episode. And before I move on, let me be really clear about something. I wholeheartedly believe that self-reflection is extremely valuable. We should be curious about what we can do to be better and, and, and how can we be better, right? However, self-reflection is different from self-criticism. The latter can diminish your power and be self-defeating and is ultimately not very useful, And the challenge that you and I have as humans is that inherently we are problem solvers. So it's natural to want to make meaning out of experiences, both the positive and the negative. So I'm in your ear today because inspired by my recent Zoom experience, I have some suggestions to share with you, some suggestions to tap into the next time you find yourself in the midst, if this is something that you do as well, in the midst of beating yourself up when things or life go sideways, regardless of what's the source of your Achilles heel. Because again, for me, it's technology um, and maybe the same for you. For others, it's money. That may be true for you as well. It could be something entirely different. But here's an important caveat. If your level of self-criticism warrants therapy, please seek professional help. Also, these suggestions will not be beneficial if you are using self-criticism as a motivating pathway to self-improvement. That too may require the support of a therapist. When things go awry, the line between a healthy dose of self-responsibility and being too critical, that line can be really, really fine. 
But understanding when you've crossed into the territory of the latter is paramount from my perspective. So please accept the suggestions that I am about to share with you that I am offering in today's episode as a way to pivot when you find yourself traveling down the rabbit hole because your inner critic caused you to overpersonalize a mistake, a misstep, or a setback. Also, not all of these may apply. So choose the suggestion or the suggestions that best fit the particular situation that's indeed causing you to beat yourself up and be highly self-critical. All right. So first up is to pay attention. (laughs) Sometimes when you're beating yourself up over something, you're not even being yourself, beating yourself up over what happened, over that thing that happened. In my case, with the Zoom incident, incident, I kept berating myself over the age of my computer. And yes, I am definitely due for an upgrade, no doubt. But given the cause of the problem, even the newest MacBook Pro wouldn't have made a difference. So pay attention, pay attention to to what is truly causing you to feel self-conscious about your decisions, about your actions, and or your performance. And in those instances where you find yourself berating yourself for perhaps not being there, wherever there may be, make sure that you're putting that into context by giving yourself credit for how far you have come. So that's one, one suggestion, pay attention. The next suggestion is to make it right. If you can, and if it's in your control, make whatever went sideways right. However, do it from a place of generosity, not obligation. As I said, I felt good about the fact that I pushed through the tech issues, and I am proud of the fact that there wasn't anything that I wanted to say that I didn't. Nevertheless, that didn't stop me from offering a gift to my guests because after all, they gave me the gift of their patience as we were trying to work out all of the tech issues and get started. Next one, monitor your self-talk. I was too in the moment to have any negative self-talk during our event, but it sure as heck kicked in afterward during what I call the diagnostic phase. Your inner dialogue, people, has a lot of power. It can be either encouraging and energizing or distressing and energy depleting. Therefore, be really disciplined about your thoughts. And if necessary, come up with practices that will help you climb out of the rabbit hole. Also, Watch how you retell the story and be sure to retell it from a position of strength or wait until you can. (laughs) So wait until you can tell it from a position of strength before you retell it. The next one, be creative and flexible. Now, this doesn't really apply to either of the snippets that I shared with you with regards to the project management tool and Zoom, but it may to your particular situation. In that, what this is inviting you to do is to shift your focus away from what isn't working to what possibly could work 
with a question. I was about to say a simple question, but I know it's not always really that simple. But with a question that says, what if I did X instead? It's an open-ended question for a reason, because who knows what you may discover. Here's another, and after this one, we've got about three more, so you have a sense of how we're wrapping it up here. Remember, you are a model. How you handle something, especially when you are under pressure, says a lot about you, and people are watching. And those that matter, they want you to pull through and to succeed. So remember that when something goes so awry that you want to just throw in the darn towel. And likewise, remember that how you are showing up and and walking your way through that experience and doing what you have to do and making decisions on the dime, remember that what you are also doing is giving others an example that they can reference whenever the need arises for them. Because we are never alone in these sorts of situations. We may not all be in it at the same time, but we have all had a moment, um, you know, where you've needed to like step up because something didn't go as you wanted. All right, so here's the next one. Trust yourself. When it came to my Zoom experience, one of the reasons I was able to be fully present and in the moment is because I leaned into my many years of experience presenting. I was so well prepared that if necessary, I really could have given the entire presentation by phone only with no slides. That's how tight I am with my presentations and how I know what each slide represents, what I want to communicate with each slide, and it's also just how my mind works. The truth of the matter, though, the slides help, right? The slides are visually stimulating, and the slides that I put together are also pretty. But here's my point. Lean into and trust your training and experience. And as crazy as it may sound, And admittedly, I can probably only say this being on the other side of my recent experiences. Whatever may be your Achilles heel is inviting you to practice a bit more self-forgiveness. So give yourself that. Here's the next, next to the last one. Change your viewpoint. This suggestion is closely tied to monitoring your self-talk. In that, your inner dialogue is likely more harsh than if you were talking to a loved one or even a stranger. So imagine having an out-of-body experience. And in this moment where you're having this out-of-body experience, you are actually hovering over this situation and you are observing whatever happened, whatever the mistake was, whatever the misstep was, whatever the setback was. Only instead of you being the one that made the mistake, that took a misstep or experienced the setback, you are observing someone else in the situation. So you swapped yourself out and you put someone else in there. When you do this, when you extract yourself from the situation and you are hovering over it and then somebody else is, you know, in the thick of it, do you notice a bit more objectivity? And if so, what's the difference about how you feel and what you are saying about the details of the situation? 
I think the the changing of the viewpoint and changing your position and instead of you being in the center, hovering out and putting someone else in the center, I think that that is just such a powerful thing to do, not only in this instance that I'm describing in terms of, you know, the inner critic for when things go awry, but I think it can also be beneficial in other situations as well. So you might want to just put that one in your back pocket. But here's the final quote unquote one, and that is let it go. You know, experience whatever you're going to experience, reflect on that, learn from it, and then let it go. You see, the thing about you and I being natural problem solvers is that it can often blind us to our humanity, meaning mistakes and missteps will happen, whether they are of our own doing or not. And the same is true when it comes to setbacks. Sometimes we're the cause of the setback. Sometimes the setback is due to a choice somebody else made and we had absolutely no control over it. And yet it impacts us and yet it causes us to have a setback. But none of those, none of those define who you are. So instead, experience, reflect, learn, then let it go. Because at the end of the day, when you do that, that whole process should set you up to make better decisions moving forward. But that can only happen if you don't travel down the rabbit hole of beating yourself up when things and life go sideways. Well, that is it for today's episodes, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way to the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast and or this particular episode, please leave a rating, review, and or share this episode so we can reach more people. We can't reach more people if we don't have folks helping us to do that. So we really appreciate that. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, many, many thanks for tuning into today's episode. I hope if you are like me and you have a tendency to beat yourself up, <laughs> um, that after listening to this, you will do it less often. Um, but also in the meantime, please stay safe, stay well, stay healthy, and not just physically, but in spirit too. And remember until next time, it's about more than money. <laughs> <laughs>